How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Show served up hot and fresh live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios for all your plumbing needs. Check them out, gwagnerplumbing.com. Gary Ellerson not here. He will be here, though, starting at uh, 5 o'clock tonight for Great Lakes Dragway. Hick Lighting here on the big show. Then him and Bill Michaels, statewide network. Signal bouncing into Minnesota, bouncing into Illinois on the Rockford affiliate. Uh, talking NFL draft tonight uh, starting at 6 o'clock. So, They'll be on there to 11 o'clock tonight. Pick-by-pick coverage. We'll see what happens. Uh, some rumblings going around that the Packers are active, trying to move up in the draft right now. Joining us now is Chad Ryder of uh, NFL.com on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. And I brought this up earlier when we were talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, uh, Chad, that in your mock draft, you have the Packers actually trading up yourself. Yeah, I think it's uh, certainly a possibility. Uh, Goody has shown the willingness to go up and get guys if he wants somebody. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, who that might be. If it's a cornerback that they really like, if it's a, if one of the top three wide receivers were to drop into the eighteen, nineteen, twenty range, maybe they go up and get him. Uh, you know, it's gonna, so it's gonna be really. It should be a fun night tonight. Yeah, I really feel like there's a, a couple ways you can go because he's putting it out there that he's willing to uh, trade up or back. And I think yeah. for the guy for me, and I, I just different opinion, if they move up, I don't know how far it would t- how much it would take, but the Kenneth Murray kid, the linebacker out of Oklahoma, I'd be okay with that. I think what scares people sometimes when they hear people willing to make deals, Chad, is when they move up and select a guy that nobody saw them selecting. Yeah. Well, I think that happened with Darnell Savage last year. Um, and I've gotten some negative feedback on my mock and what I've had them done, but I, you know, I'll say to them, I say, look, if I had done, if I, if I had predicted Savage, that Savage trade last year, people would have had the same response. Um, oh, no so, question. You know, it's, 
it's the it's the unknown. You're right, Larry. I mean, I, I think yeah. it's the unknown for for people. Um, and if the Packers could get Kenneth Murray, I think they'd have to get up. I think they'd have to go up pretty far to get him. But yeah. I love that guy. He he's just a leader, and um, I, I'd love to see him um, in green and gold. What about this? Uh... Chad, we talk about, let's say the Packers stay at 30, or let's say they move back out of the first round and early second round. As far as running backs that would fit this offense that they run best, how yeah. would you rank like the top three options if you're finding somebody to play uh, in that Packers backfield? Because that's a possibility. Aaron Jones only has one more year left on his deal, as does Jamal Williams. Well, I mean, I think DeAndre Swift is about as close to Aaron Jones as you can get. Uh, in terms of a guy that would fit into what he does. Um, I, I think he would be a good pick if they were able to, to move out. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is one of my favorite guys. Like him, draft. too. And, yep. Yeah, and, and he, you know, he, you run a four six forty, and you're not likely to be a first-round pick. But if he would have run in the four fours, um some teams probably, you know, like Kansas City, uh, stuff like that. So he could be a real a, a second round pick for the Packers if they wanted to go that direction. Yeah. But you know, running back is is what it is, and they may hold off and and try to find another guy like Jones in their fifth, sixth, seventh round, something like that. I think that's probably the more likely scenario. Yeah, I like Cam Akers from Florida State. Man, that guy. Yeah. I tried to tell Steve about Dalvin Cook a few years ago, but I like Cam Akers. The receiver, though, uh, Chad, and you're no, you're righter than me, but that I like number 30 is Denzel Mims, man. Yeah. This guy, it seemed like the Packers like these big, tall, uh, fast receivers. He would fit nicely in that locker room. He would. And he, he, if they stayed put, or if, even if they moved back, um, I think he, he would probably be on their minds, I would think. Um, he, he would be a good pick in that, in that, part, of the, um, that part of the draft. But again, it's a matter of is he going to be significantly better than the guy you can get late in the second or even late in the third right. this year. I mean, there's a lot of receivers. Um, and, Leroy, I was thinking about when we came on, do you guys know that this is probably like the 18th year I've talked with you guys about the draft? Uh, yeah, it's No me. way. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. So, yep. Yeah, so, Leroy, we, you and I talked about the Packers picking Marcus Anderson over Chris Hope. That was the two yes. draft. <laughs> Yeah, That's a long yeah. time ago. That is a long time And then, time and then you keep bringing up the Florida State guys. No, I love Cameron. I really do. I think he's a really good second round pick. I really, I really like yeah. him. So, all right. So let's let's talk also about offensive linemen here because there's also a lot of talk about that. Maybe the Packers look to get an offensive tackle here in the first round. Yep. And, and we were talking before you came on when all this talk about the Packers apparently are active trying to move up. And I just said, look, if you move up and you take an offensive tackle. I, I'm not going to be happy. I'm just not because yeah. for multiple multiple reasons. If you move up, you're not moving up for a right tackle. You're moving up for a future left tackle, which to me means writing's on the wall that Bakhtiari is probably gone after next year, and that's not going to make me happy either. So if you're right. moving up, I want a playmaker. I want a difference maker. I want people to know that, oh, yeah, man, that dude's unbelievable. That's the guy they moved up for. You go draft me an interior lineman and that nobody's ever going to know is out there to begin with. I just that, that's just not going to fly for me. Yeah, I mean, I think the guys that are in there um, that they must be looking at are Ezra Cleveland from Boise State and yeah. uh, Josh Jones from Houston. So those would be the guys that they're looking at. And Ezra Cleveland, 
Um, I didn't love the film on him this year, and but he went to the combine. He had a great combine, sort of, sort of like a Jason Spriggs. Um, that's kind of what he reminds me of, and so that you have to you have to be a little wary about that. I think, um, and that's my opinion. And and I, and I, you know, I think there are other guys that I agree. A corner, a wide receiver. Um, the like, great linebacker, if you can get a leader of your defense, those are the kind of guys that you trade up for. Um, so if they trade up and get a, a Cleveland. Now, if a guy like Jedrick Wills from, from Alabama, who could potentially play left or right tackle, if you go up and get a guy like that, then it's a different story. I mean, he, he's a legit guy that's going to, you know, if they sign Bakhtiari, great. If they don't, Wills can slide over there and play. So if they get one of the top three or four guys, that's one thing. But I don't consider the other guys in that class. Now, cornerbacks, um, they seem to be, I guess, that people like the top two. But after that, they're kind of all together. Tell me about that Jalen Johnson kid. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a guy that, um, you know, Packers of, you know, you, you, a lot of teams like these long, um, physical guys with good size, and that's what he is. Yep. Not a burner, but he, you know, is a guy with good size. And if, in, and you stick him on one side, you got Jerry Alexander taking the slot guy if necessary, Kevin King on the other side, if he stays healthy and if they want to keep him after this year. Um, and you never have too many guys at this at that position, as you know, Leroy. So I, I really think that um, that's a guy that I mean, that they have to address that position at some point in the first couple of rounds or first three rounds, because they just need depth there. Um, so, and then I would try to, when I put that in the mock, I tried to take a little bit, I was just, you know what, you have to think about possibilities and, you know, I don't care as much if I'm right or wrong. It's just kind of like you put two bucks on that 50 to one shot, just because you give it a shot, just in case you're like, Hey, I'm thinking of possibilities that other people aren't. So, right. um, but you know, they need, they need bodies at that spot. Sure. I, I'm seeing uh, some stuff on social media about the Saints possibly having interest in Jonathan Taylor, a running back out of Wisconsin. That yeah. make, Does that make sense to you? Well, here's the thing. Sean Payton has his own thoughts about what makes sense to him, and nobody else is going to get him off that. When he traded up to get Mark Ingram, I still don't understand kind of what he was doing. Mark Ingram's a good back. Sure. Don't get me wrong. But giving up a first-round pick to move up and get him it still doesn't make sense. So, um, you know what? Sean Payton has his guys, and they will go get their guy. That's what Sean Payton does. So if he wants Jonathan Taylor, you know, he'll go and he doesn't care. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to go in the first round. But honestly, a guy who runs like that, who's as productive as he is, um, you know, I think if, if, um, if the Jacksonville – were to trade Leonard Fournette, I think they're in the mix for Jonathan Taylor. Yep. If the Saints like him. If Miami at 26, you know, as high as 14 to Tampa Bay, I don't think he'll go that high, but that would be his ceiling, I think. And um, certainly if Melvin Gordon can go 16, there's no reason JT can't go in that same vicinity. Now, uh, Chad, you've been doing this a long time. Who's that one team that's going to just screw it up for everybody? I seem to think that's going to throw the whole board off I think is our executive producer, Dan Plucker's team, Detroit. Yes, they're supposed to get a corner. Yes, the fan base like Tua, but I feel they're going to draft somebody and people are going to say, what? And it's going to throw the whole board off. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think either they, I think there's a decent chance they move out of that spot and, and then get the draft really rolling at that point. So I, that's yes. my feeling. And then they can get maybe Okuda Falls, on the, and the, or they like a Derek Brown, or they like Isaiah Simmons, or they like Javon Kinlaw. I mean, any guy on defense I like um, would make a lot of sense for them. So, yeah, it's it's a... It's a real, um, you know, they are kind of where the draft starts tonight. Unless Washington throws a whole thing out of whack by taking Tua or Justin Herbert at number two. <laughs> that, that would throw the whole thing out of whack. Everybody if should. I had the number, yeah, if I had the number two pick, I'd be taking Tua. That's okay, so let's talk about that then for a second, because Leroy and I were just talking. I was talking yeah. to Dan Plucker in a yeah, break, right. too, about two. I mean, there's a lot of rumblings out there that if he gets past five, he could free-for-all into the late teens or early 20s, maybe. I know. It's ridiculous. I, you know, I, I think – I'm not saying it can't happen, because that if, if the doctors are giving him not great grades on that hip, he, that might happen. I would be surprised if somebody didn't go up and get him, though, in the 8 to 10 range, if that happened. Um, but he's just too good, in my opinion, and he's the kind of guy you want in your locker room. First of all, I mean, you, if you're Ron Rivera and you're sitting in a in a room with Tua, listening to him talk, uh, talk about football, you watch his film. How do you not want that guy on your team? And yeah, the guy before you took Dwayne Haskins, and that's fine. Dwayne Haskins may turn out to be a good quarterback. I don't know, um, but I certainly didn't see enough of that last year. And we just saw what the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray, and I think that's going to turn out pretty well for them. So that that would be the interesting thing. I projected that in the mock draft a couple of weeks ago, uh, and I think that's it'll be interesting to see if that happens. But um, I'd take them. Uh, unless the doctor says, hey, look, this guy's going to have arthritis in two years in that hip, then, then you can't. But I, I've not heard anything to that effect so far. So we'll see what happens. Chad, what can the Packers do to get O.J. Howard tonight? What could they send to Tampa Bay, a third pick, third round, second round? I mean, would you do it for the 30th pick? I don't know, but O.J. Howard, he just seemed like a guy I would love to just pry away from Tampa. Right. I would think the highest they would go is third round. I think fourth round makes sense. Just because there's no leverage. Tampa has no leverage anymore, and and I just don't think you can give up a, a first or a second for a guy which they have no leverage for. Um, and and if they give up their late third round pick for him, fine. You know that's that's good. Teams don't trade away good players, so unless you're in a well, you know, a totally they do it terrib- in the well, Texans. A totally <laughs> terrible situation like Jalen Ramsey or you know those, those yeah, are terrible yeah. situations. <laughs> Or if so you have Bill O'Brien yeah, running your team. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, you know, there's a reason why they're looking to get rid of him and, and all that, too. So, yeah, third third or fourth would be the highest I'd go. Why would the Giants be looking for a quarterback? That's a head-scratcher. Why would they be looking for a quarterback? I've well, seen a, a few people saying they want to – move up and get Justin Herbert. I'm like, why would they do that? Daniel Jones is going to be a good young quarterback. Look, if they do that, then there's something going on in the the, the <laughs> locker room with Daniel Jones that we don't know about. Something's going on, man. Because that's Something's crazy. Right. I mean, I, I'm guessing that's more talk than anything else. But, 
I and hope you know what? I've seen Stranger Things, and that's what makes us fun. If if we knew exactly what was going to happen, good we point. wouldn't have any interest at all. So, um, yeah, but that's that's crazy if that happens. Uh, crazy will be if the Packers straight up and take a quarterback. Then you better go protect Lambeau because social distancing or not, people are going to go off if that happens. Yeah. That 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 is going to be out of – like I told Leroy to break. I said the Packers straight up and take Tua. I said if that happens, I may drive in and do the show with Bill and Gary because people are going to be losing their minds if that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be a very difficult sell. Um, <laughs> it's not – this isn't Brett Favre. I mean, this is not – Aaron Rodgers is not Brett Favre in that he has not mentioned – well – that could, but anyway, Brett, you know, during the end part of his time in Green Bay with, oh yeah, you know, like well, yeah. I don't know when we're gonna. For the last you know, five years, right? Yeah, so you don't. It's not that, and and, and so he press Aaron has four or five years of you know really good football right. left in him. So I don't, I don't think it's time yet. Let me ask I, you this: yeah. Love versus Eason. Who do you like more, and why? Love versus Eason. Yep. Oh, I'll I'll take love all day. Um, really? I think Eason has the superior arm, but it's very clear to me that in today's NFL, you have to be able to move the football with your feet. Not necessarily running for 100 yards a game like Lamar Jackson. You have to be able to get out of the pocket. You have to be able to make plays when things break down. And Eason, that's not Eason's game. No, he's true and he's pocket. Not, and, and he's not Dan Marino, right. you know, in terms of his – um, ability to to swing the ball wherever he wants to. He, he has some really good throws, um, and he is not a rah rah type guy that that coaches are going to love having um, as their leader of their team. He he sort of reminds me of Ryan Mallett, who came out a few years ago from Arkansas. Oh, I remember Mallett. Yeah. You know, Ryan Mallett had a lot of off field issues, so he it's not like that, but it's a similar big arm, not very mobile. Teams weren't that really that sure about him, so he goes in the third round, and that's kind of the vibe I get from Jacob Eason. But you know what? Some team may love that arm so much, and they yep. just say, "You know what? Second round, we're taking him." Christian Hackenberg goes in the second round. I won't write anybody off from going in the second round. So good, good point. Um, a, I got, know, one, I, I, I got one last one for yeah. you real quick. What about Claypool? I, I've seen all this talk about moving him from wide receiver uh, to tight end, and that's his role uh, in the National Football League. How do you evaluate him? Uh, I think you could try to use him in a wide position, like a stand-up position, but honestly, I'd keep him outside. Uh, I'd, he's not. It's not like he's slow. Um, he's got great body control for the sideline. He can go up and get the ball. I don't know why you would, why you would move him necessarily um, just because he's big. I mean, I, that's a – that's a plus against a lot of you know five nine five ten corners out there, um, but but if you're inventive and you want to use him in different roles, great. Um, the, the, you know the depth of this receiver class, a guy like that may not go until round three, and it's going to be weird because he's very talented and uh, teams may not pick. Now maybe they'll pick all these receivers right away, or maybe they'll be like, you know what, I can get a really good guy in the second third round. I'm just going to hold off and get these other positions taken care of, and then see see what's available. He is Chad Ryder. Check out his mock draft. Does a great job. He's been with us, like he said, forever and a day. Just means we're all old. Check him out at NFL.com. NFL.com. Always does great mock drafts there and all, a bunch of great evaluation uh, as well. Chad, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Nice talking to you again. You betcha. Take care. Good there job, he is. Chad, Chad Ryder on uh, – 
the Great Midwest Bank hotline. Has your passion outgrown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And I just thought of something and I forgot all about it. You know what, Leroy? And maybe if I remember tomorrow, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have an old uh, Chad Ryder draft guide from back when he was starting up, previewing a draft coming up with his yeah, mock I, I draft and a whole deal. And I found it. I was He's like, been oh. doing this a long time. Right. He's I was like, good. oh, this is going to be great. I'll bring it up to Chad on the air and we can reminisce about whether or not he was right or not on some of these picks. And then. <laughs> I totally forgot about. So maybe tomorrow we have them on at four forty-eight tomorrow, or not uh, tomorrow. Maybe on Monday or Tuesday we get them back on to recap yeah, the Packers week. draft. Uh, we can That'd bring it nice. up then. All right, there's still to come uh, on the show. We're going to talk with Ron Pitts, former teammate of Leroy Butler. Uh, also going to talk with Greg Cassell, who's a producer and, uh, of course, analyst on ESPN's uh, NFL matchup. They were breaking down. Uh, tape last night on wide receivers and quarterbacks on ESPN. I watched uh, that show last night. Uh, so that comes up at 4 o'clock. Looking at the Vikings draft at 4.45 with Chris Thomason, the St. Paul Pioneer Press beat writer uh, of the Vikings there. Up next, we'll hear about Leroy Butler and what his draft day experience was like. That's next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.